Well, good morning, everybody. How are we? Good. Great to see all of you. Good to see all of you. Thank you for battling the little bit of snow that we got out there, but thank you for being here. Um, well, we, are, we got an exciting day. Before we get going, those of you that are new, uh, just a special welcome. Thank you for choosing to worship with us. And for those of you that are regular members or been here for forever, we are so grateful that we get to worship together. Don't negate neglect gathering together. So important. And we're going to talk about more of that today. And your seat racks in front of you, there's a communicator card. If you'll fill that out, let us know that you're here. If there's anything we could do to serve you, answer any questions, uh, anything you need, just put that on there. Put that in the tithes and offering containers in the back, and uh, we'll be sure to connect with you here this week. Um, as well as online, if you're watching, uh, you, there's a connect button right there. You can let us know that you're watching online, and same is true for you. If there's anything we can do, any way we can pray for you, uh, let us know. Uh, one of the awesome things that I wanted to update you with on the prayer requests and the praise reports, on that card, you can, if you need prayer for anything at all, we just, we've got the best intercession team that just loves to pray with you. In fact, uh, I wanted to share with you, in 2021, uh, we were just, I mean, we only record what we know of, but when you put those in the tithe and offering containers, our intercession team starts praying for them, and uh, we just track what God's doing, and uh, you let us know the praise reports, if your God answers your prayer, or whatever God is speaking to you, and so last year, uh, we had 584 prayer requests that came in, and almost, uh, I think it was 80, 86 praise reports, and that's what we know of. Of course, we know there's a lot more than that, but uh, we just are so uh, blessed to pray with you, to stand with you, to agree with what God's speaking over you, so uh, continue, just fill those out. Again, put any prayer you have on there. It's just, we have an awesome God, don't we? And he loves to hear your prayer. He loves, he's concerned about you, or he loves to hear your concerns. He wants to know what's going on in your life. And so uh, we just so love that he answers our prayers in so many ways. Um, as well, let us know when he answers your prayers. It's encouraging to us. It just is really a blessing. And we just love to, to praise God for all he's doing. Uh, real quick, we had, before I go into this uh, video, uh, as many of you know, today's Vision Day. And before uh, next weekend, is a, it's a different Sunday for us. So for those of you, this is your first time here. Uh, we normally have nine and 11 services. So uh, next week, that won't be the case. So if you show up at 11, you'll be late, okay? And if you come at nine, you'll be early. Uh, so we're gonna have service at 10 next week uh, because every fifth Sunday, so whenever we have a fifth Sunday, we ever do a celebration like the old Jewish feast. We celebrate what God's done. We have testimonies, baptisms, dedications. We just celebrate as a church together all God's doing. Uh, or we do a serve day. And so this one is a serve day. We're gonna just serve our community. We're gonna put ourselves out there in a way whenever we know needs, We'll, we'll schedule a serve day, and we'll just bless our community and be Christ to them in that way. So uh, next Sunday, we'll be, uh, if you're joining us, there's two locations. So guys, if you got the slide there, uh, you can choose from. So you can come right here at Westridge at 10 o'clock, so 10 a.m., and uh, we'll have a, a time of worship. We'll have a quick uh, nugget of, of, of word and just get, our, get the vision and get going. And then we're going to have four different areas where you can serve. So we're packing lunches. We're making some winter packs for some, uh, for some women. We're making some uh, men's packs as well. Uh, so that'll start at 10 o'clock. It'll go to about 3 o'clock. And so just stay and serve. Everybody can be here, all kids, adults, everybody can be part of this. So that's really important on our serve days that everybody can be part, whether you're uh, younger in age or older in age, uh, there's a place for everyone. We will have lunch for you here. So we're serving everybody lunch. So the only thing I ask for you today before you leave or this week, but, uh, or if you could do it on your phone real quick, is just to register so we know how many lunches to have. Otherwise, no lunch for you, all right? That's just the way it goes. And so if you'll just register for us. Uh, again, what time are we gonna be here? 10 o'clock. All right. Now, we're going to another church, Grace Bible Church in New Brighton. And so maybe you want to go there and serve. They start at 11. So you're going to go right there. So don't come 
don't come here. I mean, you can if you want to, but go right there at 11. Uh, they'll have a service. Uh, our worship team is going there to serve them. Uh, and uh, Matt, the, the leader over there, he's going to be speaking over there. But right after service, he's going to have lunch for all of you over there. And they're going to be painting, organizing, doing all kinds of stuff. I think they're laying some carpet in a couple areas. Uh, but they're a new church. They're, they're just getting started. And uh, they, need, they need some help. And so I just said, hey, can we come alongside you and just bless you? We just want to be there. You make a list, and we'll send people to help you. And so, again, it doesn't matter if you're uh, a child or an adult. Everybody can serve. There's something for everybody. Uh, but if you're going to go to Grace Bible Church, their, their address is on our website. You're going to go there at what time? 11. 11. There you go. You got it. Here at 10. They're at 11, all right? So you guys got it? Good, all right, all right, good. All right, Vision Day. Well, uh, I think it's always good to look back and reflect, and uh, I just want to celebrate. In fact, we were putting this, all the kind of things that God did last year in 2021. And by the way, this is just uh, a little bit of, of what God did in, tw- in 2021, but uh, I wanted to put together just a quick video so we can remember and reflect before we go into 2022, and I share the vision of what God has for us. So uh, guys, if you roll this, and uh, we'll cheer afterwards. Good morning, everyone, and thank you for joining us today as we celebrate Vision Day. Every year, Pastor John shares the church vision for the coming year, and he is going to do that in just a little while. But before we take a look forward, we wanted to take a look back at all of the wonderful and amazing blessings that God had for Westridge and his people. We started 2021 with a look back at 2020 and all the challenges we overcame in order to be together even when we couldn't gather together, and how we could still love God and love people against all odds. But beyond that, we took a look at the past decade and the changes the church had gone through both cosmetically and in how it reached the community. Since 2021 is the first year of a new decade, we thought we would share with you some of the amazing firsts Westridge had this past year. The Kingdom Men ministry launched and throughout the course of the year went bowling, through beanbags and axes, had barbecues and pig roasts, all while hearing incredible testimonies from each other, former Pittsburgh Steelers players, and two very special messages from military veterans about how God was with them in and after combat. Since 2018, over $600,000 was raised for the renovation and building of the Awaken Youth Center, which held its first Sunday services during a grand opening dedication ceremony in April with 264 in attendance, and continues to be the home of Awaken students every Wednesday night. Awaken also had over 50 students attend a single night for the first time in 2021, which led to Pastor Brian Burns taking the One Chip Challenge. So keep inviting your friends, students. You never know what challenge may lay ahead the next time you reach 50. July saw our very first serve day as 14 volunteers traveled to Cherry Valley Organics Farm and helped them to clean up and prepare their fields for the season. Cherry Valley then partnered with Ridge Pantry to provide and distribute 900 pounds of fresh produce to those in need. 2021 saw over 85 first-time guests. Christmas Eve saw 40 families enjoying our very first ever horse-drawn carriage rides around the church, and 233 people attend a beautiful candlelight service to celebrate the birth of Jesus. And finally, Westridge held the first ever feast celebration in October. 27 volunteers helped the over 200 guests enjoy a time of fellowship with candy apples, an inflatable boot camp, and axe throwing. 
The day also went from having one person signed up to be water baptized to an amazing nine people, including several kids, being led to dedicate their lives to Christ and be baptized on the spot. Of course, the firsts are just a part of the blessings that God continued to pour on and through Westridge and you, the body. The students of Awaken continued to grow in their relationship with Christ and have begun finding ways to serve the people of the church with four students a part of the worship team, seven in our tech ministry, and two with greeting, we now see over 20 students serving either Wednesday, Sunday, or sometimes both. The Ridge Pantry continues to be a blessing to the community and served over 45,000 pounds of food to over 1,300 families this past year, including handing out 41 Thanksgiving meals and $4,000 in gift cards to 50 families to show them God's love during the Christmas Bless event. We were able to have an amazing in-person Easter service and we're blessed to have 281 in attendance, along with 63 kids, for a day of powerful worship and celebration of the resurrection of Jesus. Tithing was up 9%. We were able to give over 12,000 in community support, helping with utilities, meals, and serving those with illness and many other needs, and we continued to sow over $80,000 into our supported missionaries in order to propel the gospel to all the nations around the globe. Westridge was excited to have Justin Rizzo for a one-night special concert event at the Awaken Youth Center in April. Christian singer-songwriter Rachel Nemiroff then blessed us with a very special Christmas concert in December. One of the hardest working, yet least talked about ministries also had a very busy 2021. The CARE team has been putting forth such an amazing effort over the last two years, and we want to thank them for all of their dedication and the love they show for the Kingdom of God. They served 155 families during the year by doing grocery pickups and deliveries, pharmacy runs, meal delivery, new baby welcome meals, grief meals and cards, hospital floral and card deliveries and visits, and even calling those in need to see how we as a church can serve them in their time of loss, illness, and need. So thank you once again to all those who serve on the Westridge Care Team. You are truly a blessing to the church and the community. The year was also filled with some amazing times of fellowship, worship, and powerful messages. We kicked off the year learning that God will help us to rebuild and regain what seems lost. We found that God's timing is always perfect, and that putting our faith in His promises will show that we are made for such a time as this, and that thanks to Jesus, even those that are broken can be restored. We talked about the steps we take once we have chosen to follow Christ, and that we are never too far to be welcomed back into God's open arms in moments. We saw what it truly means to put your trust in God, and all about things Jesus didn't say. We shared in the Proverbs and declared our faithfulness, because being faithful leads to a truly blessed life. We celebrated Christmas and the birth of our Lord with times of fellowship and prayer. As we begin 2022 and look to the coming year, we must remember to look to God on how, in all seasons, we can partner with Him in order to stay the course. Isn't that great? Awesome. God is good, isn't he? 30 years we've been in ministry this year. So we started back in 92. I did want to honor Bill and Clara. They're here. They were the pastors right before me. And so they were here during that season. So 
It's really wild when you look at what God's done over 30 years. It's just amazing to think about all the lives that have been touched, faith that's happened, miracles, healings. It's, it's just really been miraculous. And I'm looking forward to 2022 and also the next 30 years. If God doesn't come back before then, we're praying Jesus comes tomorrow. That'd be great, right? So, but until then, we got a lot of work to do. And so I've been praying about 2022 and uh, this as I've mentioned, and if you're new with us, we, we start this process well into the year and meditate on it, and, and then we go public in January based on what God's united us for as a staff and elders. But um, this morning, if you got your Bibles, turn to Galatians chapter 6, and really, I believe this is not only uh, for me, uh, but I also believe it's prophetic for us as a church, prophetic for uh, any time prophecy happens. It's greater than just you and I. It's probably bigger than what I could think, but I, I want to read this to you. I'm going to read it a couple times, but uh, I think... I think it'll hit you, and I think you'll see what God is trying to say to you. We're going to start in verse 9 of Galatians chapter 6, and uh, let me get there with you. There we go. It says this, And let us not grow weary while doing good, for in due season we shall reap if we do not lose heart. Therefore, we have an opportunity. Let us do good to all, especially to those who are of the household of faith. Let me read this again. Let us not grow weary. Anybody grow weary last couple years? Anybody lose heart? Look at this. Do not, let us not grow weary while doing good. For in due season, in due season, we shall reap if we do not lose heart. Therefore, we have an opportunity. This is your opportunity in 2022, of course, ongoing. Let us do good to all, especially to those of the household of faith. You know, if the enemy has done anything in the last two years, it has been to take away, to get us to shelter in, to hide. And while those moments are good and while those moments were needed, let me just tell you, we can't live like that forever. Stay the course. This is what God is saying to us. Stay the course. Jesus' last words before he ascended into heaven was this. Go and make disciples into all the nations, baptizing in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. There was no exception on the bottom of the cupid that said, except for in 2021 and 2022 and 2020 when COVID happens. We've got to figure it out, church. Many of us have figured it out in our everyday lives, right? We figured it out in our work life and our families. Kids, you haven't figured it out. I'm sorry. The schools haven't figured it out, right? There's so many different policies and things that happen in the schools, but you're doing such a great job of being flexible and pliable and listening and following God through all of that. It's so important in our faith that we figure out how we can continue to make disciples, whatever's happening on our planet. I don't care what the pandemic is, because really the pandemic that's greater than the pandemic itself is disarming believers, and so my challenge to you and my challenge to myself, especially as Westridge Church, is that we stay the course. We don't lose heart. We don't get weary. Now, if that's where you are right now, especially if you're at home right now and you're just, you've grown weary, you've just lost sight of what God wants you to do. Look, God's not mad at you, but get back on the ship. Get back in the game. Stay the course. It's time for us, I believe, as a church we must not only serve our communities, but we must learn to serve one another. Listen, love is always defined by Jesus himself as many things, really, but he exemplified him in this. He would go, he would lay hands on people. He would pray over people. He would bless people. He would heal people. He would do miracles for people. But in every situation, he was around people. 
And in every situation, he was okay with, and listen, there was a pandemic that he had as well. It was called leprosy. And there was no cure. And you didn't touch people that had leprosy. But our Lord laid hands on people that had leprosy and they got well. You see, church, in all seasons, we have to stay the course. We've got to learn. We've got to figure it out. We're the hope of the world. We have the good news. We have the only word that is eternal that will go on forever. It's you and me. And God's calling us as the church, as his body, as his people. Look, the church isn't buildings, it's us. And while I know there's a lot out there in the world, there's a lot of news, there's a lot of media, there's a lot of stuff, we must figure it out. We can't grow weary. We can't lose heart. This kingdom gospel, this kingdom message is too important. And God's going to use you and he's going to use me to do it. And let me just say, if you're here today and you're hesitant or if you're watching at home and you're hesitant, you've got to try. You've got to try. There's nothing more important than what God's put inside of you. And it's not to be held under a bushel. It's not to be covered up with a basket. It's to be given. It's to be shared. So we've got to stay the course. Say it with me. Stay the course. course. Look, you're here. I'm thankful you're here. I'm thankful you're tuning in. This is our time. I believe this is a building time for us. I believe that 2022, listen, the harvest has never been more prevalent than right now. People are hurting, they're depressed, they're broke. Inflation is killing people right now. Now, I'm praying you're okay. I believe as we hold on to God's principles, you're doing okay, but stuff's expensive right now. My Costco bill just doubled this week and I got less stuff. How does that work? I got a letter from uh, the pantry, one of our, uh, one of our uh, families that go to the pantry, and they wrote an awesome letter just thanking you for how you serve them. But one of the things they said is, you don't know what a massive difference in lives of people here uh, locally that has taken huge financial strain off of a lot of people's shoulders. The inflation of everything has increased so dramatically, and every day items dare almost impossible to get. She went on to say, thank you for serving us with a smile. Thank you for always being so kind and generous. The Westridge Food Pantry is a true blessing and a bright sunshine that truly loves to help the community and serves with a loving heart and that always smiles. We are truly humbled and blessed to have people who care for the local community like you. You see, this is how, this is what love is. In fact, the greatest commandment, it's our vision statement, love God, love people, right? But the, 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 the scripture, love God with all, with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your soul. Yes, you keep seeking God. And now you know we can do that in a lot of ways. We can do that online and podcasts and messages, reading the word of God, seeking God in prayer, receiving from the Holy Spirit. Look, we can grow in all of those ways. But the second part of it is you gotta love others. You gotta love others. When Jesus said, not to negate gathering together, there's power behind that. There's meaning to it. And listen, if you're at home online, look, I, I'm not, by the way, I'm not speaking about conviction. If you're receiving from the Holy Spirit, you obey. But if it's fear, if it's anxiety, if you've lost heart and you've grown weary, now's the time to stay the course. Now's the time. The harvest is more than plentiful. In fact, you know, as a farmer, if you had a harvest 
and you wouldn't go reap that harvest, what a waste. All that work and all that time and all that energy. I'm telling you, people are lost, they're hurting, they're depressed, their marriages are breaking apart. All of these stressors are happening and they're in your lives. You have a place. God has strategically and perfectly placed you right where you are. In your middle schools, in your high schools, in your careers, in your families, in your neighborhoods. It's not an accident. You're there on purpose. Stay the course. Yes, be a good neighbor, but even more so, show them Christ and what you're doing. Do good to all, especially those in the household of faith, especially right here on Sunday mornings. Get involved. Get plugged in. So what's going to happen in 2022? This is why I love Vision Day, because it's always spoken in faith, right? What I'm going to tell you hasn't happened what I'm going to tell you, has it, the reality of it is going to happen later on down the year, or it's going to be played in 2023 on a video like this. So what's going to happen in 2022? Let me share a few things, but let me end with saying it, it's going to, it all depends on you and I and us uniting as a church and coming together. This vision is, is greater than me and it's greater than you, and it's not going to happen unless we all come together. You know, some of the greatest miracles that happen that you read in the scriptures of Jesus Now, let's be very clear. Jesus could have done them without us, but he chooses to do them with us. When they gathered around and there was thousands of people and Jesus had compassion on them and wanted to feed them, he used the disciples. He used people to separate them in groupings. He used the people to pass out the food. He used them when there was uh, no wine at the wedding and, they, and he wanted to make water into wine. He used the people to go get the water and bring it back. You see, you're part of the miracle. You've got to believe that you're part of the miracle. First and foremost, you've got to believe that God does miracles, still does miracles, and will continue to do miracles for the rest of eternity. We have a great God and you cannot give up. Don't lose heart. Don't let this world suck the joy out of you. Don't let the enemy deceive you so much that you're in this season of pandemic that's not gonna end. Oh, it's gonna end. There's no COVID in heaven. Stay the course. Hold on to the truth. The promise was not that you wouldn't get COVID. The promise was that everyone's gonna die, but the greater promise is believers will never die. Will never die. So don't you worry about laying hands on somebody and praying over somebody. Look, be wise. Do what you're supposed to do. Wash your hands, wear your mask. Look, all those things are good, but don't stop preaching the gospel. Don't stop loving people. Don't stop serving people. If they need a meal, bring them a meal. If they need some pharmacy supplies, bring some pharmacy supplies. Come alongside them, love them, and bless them. Do good. Don't ever get weary of doing good. And don't you ever be afraid of doing good. The enemy's a liar. We have a unique opportunity as a church to do some mighty things. In 2018, we began, uh, we had a vision day just like this. And here's, here's what we said. We want to uh, we reach 100 people for Christ, whether they come to Jesus for the first time or they come back to God because they just left for whatever reason. And we made this board called the New Life Board. You see it outside. All those bulbs, they represent a person. There's 100 bulbs. In 2018, we began believing, look, we are going to take this year and we're going to focus on just sharing our lives with doing good, letting people see God in our lives. And we believe that 100 people will come to Christ. And this is what I love about this, this verse. It says, don't get weary. 
Keep doing good, and in due season, you'll reap a harvest. Well, all 100 bulbs are lit right now. It's happened. Next week, I'm taking all 100 bulbs out. Not that they've fallen away from God, so don't take some spiritual context that they've fallen away, all right? But we're going to replace all those 100 bulbs with a blue bulb, and that's going to represent 100 lives that's saved, and we're going to start over. Why? Because we're going to stay the course. I believe your neighbors, your friends, your coworkers, listen, youth, your, your friends at school, they need Jesus. I believe we're going to start this all over again. Galatians uh, chapter 6, verse 1, listen to this. When we talk about the new life board, when you talk about the heart of God reaching people, look, he died for the whole world, by the way, not just a few. He died for everybody. Verse 1 of chapter 6 says, Dear brothers and sisters, if, if another believer is overcome by some sin, you who are godly should gently and humbly help that person back onto the right path. To be careful that you don't fall into the same, same, same temptations yourself. Share each other's burdens. Share each other's burdens. And in the way, in this way, you obey the law of Christ. If you think that you're too important to help someone, you're only fooling yourself. You're not that important. I like that. It keeps you real humble, doesn't it? If you think, listen, we've got to love God and we've got to love people. You have to be okay with serving one another, especially those that have fallen away from God. Look, the truth is that in, in Pittsburgh, I don't care who you meet, where you meet them, there's not going to be many that have never heard the name of Jesus. That's why I love this city. I love that... The forefathers before us have done a great job of preaching the gospel to this city. But that doesn't mean that they're following Jesus. They may know his name, but they're looking for people like you to model and show the goodness of God through your life. Look, let's unite together. Let's agree that there's 100 people out there that need Jesus, and we're going to unite together as one body. Look, I can't do it by myself. Look, maybe you can meet one Maybe you can reach 100. Maybe you have the, the gift of uh, evangelism like Billy Graham and you can, meet, um, you can reach a million. L listen, it doesn't matter how much it matters that we all have a measure. We all have a measure and we've got to be okay with using our measure that God's given to us. Amen. You've got to be okay with it. Let's come together and whatever your measure is and your measure is and my measure is, let's put them together and then we have one huge measure where we're reaching people. There's something special every time we come together on Sunday mornings. There's something special when we come together. Look, I love online. There is a place for online, but you've got to know God's created you for relationship and community. That will never change. That will never change. There's a place. If you're sick, you're at home, you're traveling, you're online. Look, maybe you're even not sure about church. Maybe you got hurt in church. I'm going to watch online first. Look, that's okay. But you also have to be okay online, everyone at home. You have to be okay with finding community. You've got to be okay with serving the body, especially the household of faith. You've got to do good to all, but especially other brothers and sisters. There's something powerful that happens every time we get into the presence of the Holy Spirit. God is doing something. I hope you come with expectation every Sunday. It's not a checkbox. This is changing you and me. It's changing our hearts. Amen. It's reaching people. Listen, next week, when all those bulbs are out and there's a blue bulb resembling the 100, when someone plugs in a bulb, 
What they're saying is, if I've committed my life to Jesus, or I'm coming back to God, when that happens, do you know what your response is? You erupt in that lobby. You cheer them on. You come alongside them. You high-five them. Oh, Lord, do we need that? We need it. Come alongside your brothers and sisters. Encourage them. Bless them. Clap for them. And look, they're not looking for the praise, but we're looking to say, God is so good. God has saved you. Thank you. We're so thankful for you. Hunter Bulbs, you think we can do it? God can. He can do it. We just got to unite with the kingdom. We got to unite with what God's speaking to us. The second thing, so new life, you're going to see next week, they all come down. It's going to be a little darker in the lobby. We're still the light, even though it's a little darker, all right? Second park is Ridge Park. Many of you, if you're new, that we're building a park right on McLaren Road. So you take a right out of here, hit the stop sign, take a right. It's right there. It's that cool little house. Everyone thinks it's our bathrooms. It's not our bathrooms. It's a house. Somebody lives there, all right? The park's right next to that. Right next to that house is where the park's going. And, um, and so we've been praying about this for years, that we want to give this. It used to be a ball field, and we used it a few times a year. And God really put on my heart that, look, the community could use this all year long that we can bless families, that they can make memories there, that they can remember, hey, remember when I was a kid, we slid down that slide, remember? And there's gonna be scripture all over. We're gonna have events there, concerts there. We're gonna give messages that give hope and a future to people there. You know, a couple weeks ago, I shared that we had applied for this grant. I was believing for the grant. I thought it was like hook, line, and sinker. Well, we didn't get it. Did I lose heart? A little. Was I weary? A little. But then you're reminded, like, the, the grant's not my source. God's my source. I'm not going to lose hope. Look, he's given us the vision. He's going to make it happen. And so we're going to continue this year in 2022. Uh, financially, look, I'm asking you to pray about giving. I, I believe we could raise another 100000 I have 100000 in the bank right now. We've been holding it because of the grant, because it was a matching grant. But in the spring, we're just, we're just going to go. We're going to take that 100000 and we're going to do phase one. We're going to put the parking lot in, put the utilities in, go as far as we can of doing the groundwork for phase two. And then whatever we raise in 2022 is going to keep propelling phase two and phase three, which would be the final phase. This is a million-dollar build. It's not cheap, but I don't believe it's our burden to pay for it all. Some of you have the gift of Project management, construction. Some of you have the gift of grant writing. Some of you have the gift of, of really making all these things together. Or, or maybe you have the gift of going and asking for a donation. Hey, can you donate your services? Can you donate your products? Could you, could you donate your labor, your time? We need you. This isn't going to happen without all of us coming together. And I believe God is going to bring businesses and other owners. Look, Amazon just opened right down the street. Absolutely, they should be contributing because their employees are going to go to our park. I'm okay with that. Buck up, buttercup, start giving. <laughs> I don't know who to talk to, though, but we'll figure it out, right? Right? But I believe God is miraculously going to put all these things together. But you know what? It's not like going to float out of the air in a check and land in our laps. It's going to take us being part of the miracle together. So you're going to see Ridge Park start to evolve and start to develop. And I believe, I'm, 
I'm praying that we have, would have all we need at the end of the year to complete it. By faith in Jesus, I believe it can happen. Third, Ridge School. Now, I haven't talked about this this much. Now, our 10-year plan as a church is on our website. In fact, in the next month, you're gonna see it in the lobby. You're gonna see it at Awaken. You're gonna see it in the offices. But God's given us a 10-year plan. And God hasn't changed his mind, by the way. Sometimes we think we go through pandemic or rough spots and God's like, ah, just forget about it. I, you know, I had a bad day. Just giving you some hope there. Now, when God gives you something, he wants you to fulfill the promise. He wants you to fulfill it. And so we have seven steps or really seven different uh, steps in our plan. The first one was Ridge Pantry. That was the first step, that we would launch a pantry that serve our community. And God is doing that and continuing to grow it. In fact, we've, we've got a growth plan this year of how we can continue to grow and continue to reach the community. It's going to be a rough year for some people that are really struggling. And so we want to make sure that they know that we're here to help them. We want them to know that Jesus loves them. And we'll meet their needs even if prices are high. We'll pay the cost and we'll, we'll bless you. Second was Awaken. Miracle after miracle after miracle. How Awaken came together. How we raised 600000 in a short amount of time. And the, really, the reason why we did it all is so we can give the gospel to up to 300 kids every single weekend. It's starting to happen. Through COVID, we grew our student ministry. The adults shrank a little bit, a little bit. Students grew. Listen, I believe this generation is going to change us, going to transform us. I believe the investment. Why did we spend that much money in youth? Because I believe investing in the youth was more important than building our own building. Stay the course. Ridge School. Now, I haven't talked about Ridge School too much, but we're praying about, um, first of all, I know nothing about schools. So if I ran the school, not good, all right? So we need some people to come alongside to really, but maybe you do, maybe you're a teacher, maybe you have these gifts of organization or, or planning or, and you just love the school system. Maybe you're a principal and you're looking for an opportunity where we can feed kids biblically, spiritually. That's my burden is these kids need the word of God and our public school's not gonna give it to them and I get it, I'm okay with that, but it's our place, isn't it? Now I'm not the parent, some of you are the parent of your own children, but we're not the parent of all these kids, but we can come alongside and help. We can come alongside and give resources. We can come alongside and teach them the word of God. We can come alongside and infuse them with faith, and they can see that we have a good God that's teaching them amazing things, both you know, regular education, math and English and all those good things, but why not the Bible? These kids need the word. And so we're going to start with an early education, three- and four-year-olds, where we're going to start. But I believe it will go well beyond there. But we've got to start somewhere. Let's stay the course. Let's invest not only in our, our young people and our young adults, but let's invest in these little kids. Statistics show if we don't reach a kid by the time they're, they're 13, they're going to have a challenge coming to God after that. Now, God can do all things. I don't give up on kids after they turn a certain age. But I believe that we need to set a foundation right here, right now. And nobody else is going to do it except for the church. It's our responsibility. So I've got a team that's come together. And if you want to be part of that team, let me know. I'd love to have you. So we've got a team of people that love school. They're, they're in uh, 
early education now, or they are teachers, or they've been in the school system for a while. So we just have had some conversations, like how do we do, if we wanna do this internally, like this is Westridge's um, uh, outreach, it's our ministry, where we do the hiring, we do the firing, we're structuring the school. So we're talking about that right now. And we're also talking about partnering with an organization that, that does schools, but it's not school and church, but where school and church come together. And so I've, I've got some great relationships and some people in Dallas that we've connected with. And so we're starting to talk to them. I don't know which way it's gonna go. All I care about is these kids get the word of God and they thrive and they know who they are in Christ from an early age until they go see Jesus forever. And so that's happening in 2022. Now, when will it open? I don't know, but God can expedite things, but I, I also wanna do it well. I wanna make sure these kids are loved and they get the education they deserve. And so... Uh, we're kind of in the early discussion. So Ridge School planning, I'll keep you posted. You keep praying about Ridge School though. It's, it's pretty awesome. And finally, let me close with this and I'm already out of time, way over time. Strengthen our current ministries. Let me just tell you, can I be transparent with you? We are struggling as a church. We're not struggling financially. That's not saying don't give. I'm just saying that we're, God has blessed us financially. Our biggest, I, I guess our, our, our weakest spot in a church right now is serving. And I get it, we went through a crazy time, but people have stopped serving. Now, for those of you that are serving, many of you in here have, have served right, right through the pandemic. You've been a rock all the way through. I'm not talking to you. But for those of you that are sitting here and you're not engaged in ministry, stay the course. It's time to jump on board. Now, you don't have to jump in tomorrow. Here's, here's my challenge to you. By Easter, April 17th, by Easter, you get plugged in. You find a place to serve. Now, you may not even realize it because our team does such a great job of calling audibles and shifting. You know, sometimes we don't have a teacher for a certain age kid and we combine the classrooms. Look, we're gonna do, or we're gonna stay the course no matter what. But all I'm saying is we're stronger with you than we are without you. And you need to realize something about yourself. You're the only you on this planet and you will be the only you that God's put on this planet for all as long as earth is around. And you have the gift and you have a talent that's special to only you. You have a gift and you have the gift and they're different, but it's beautiful when they all come together for a kingdom purpose. Because God made you, God put it in there and there is a purpose for you. Don't lie to yourself or allow the enemy to lie to you. This was, this was my sin. Oh, God can't use me. I don't have anything to offer to the church. I'm not holy enough. I'm not spiritual enough. I don't know the Bible enough. Now, it's important that we know all of these things. It's important that we know the Bible. You know what? But you know where the, the, the greatest grow point for me was? When I was serving. Yes, I'm learning the scriptures. I'm reading. I'm hearing messages. I'm putting myself place to learn. But the greatest place I saw Jesus was when I was serving. I got called to be a pastor when I decided to go on a missions trip. Go and make disciples that's what Jesus said. He didn't say, go and make disciples after three years of Bible school, then you can go. You make yourself available for Jesus and see what he'll do. It's amazing how he can redeem time as well. Oh, I made too many bad mistakes. No, he can redeem all that. He can heal all that. That's our mission statement, to see people saved, healed, set free, discipled, equipped, empowered, and serving Jesus. And look, this year, 2022, we're gonna walk along people. Some are gonna be getting saved. Some are gonna be getting equipped. Some are gonna be getting healed. Some are gonna be getting set free. Look, I don't care where they're at in the process. I just wanna be the church all the way through. 
We're all growing. We're all learning. But we got to stay the course. You got to be okay with serving one another, especially the household of faith, especially here at church on Sundays, especially when you're out at work and it says, be good to all. Be good to your coworkers. Be good to your, your friends at school. Be good to all those things. Watch and see what Jesus will do. Don't get weary. Don't lose heart. Keep sowing. You know, if you're a farmer here, you get it. But I would bet to say 98.9% of you aren't farmers. You go to Giant Eagle and you get your stuff, right? But for those of you that do farm, and how many of you tried to grow something like a pepper or something like that, right? It takes work. You can't just throw seed down and it do something. You've got to prepare the ground. You've got to get it ready. You've got to fertilize it. You've got to till it. Then you've got to plant the seed. And then there's more work before you begin to reap. So don't you stop doing good. Look, it's going to take some work. But just because you're not seeing the microwave instant, my food's ready, doesn't mean that God's not doing something. God's word never returns void. Never. It always accomplishes the plan and the purpose that it's set forth to do. So you keep doing good to your neighbor, to your family, to your kids, to your friends, to your wherever you're at, especially, especially, especially to the household of faith. You keep doing good. I'm not here to backbite and fight and disagree and divide the church. I'm here to unify with the church. I'm here to unify with God. He's got a plan and I want to be in it. I'm not competing with that church over there and that church over there. We're doing this together because Jesus deserves to be praised. Jesus deserves to be worshiped. People need to be saved. People need to be set free. People need to be healed. Let's not divide on difference. Let's unite on the gospel. On the gospel. This church... Westridge, listen, this is prophetic for us, but I believe bigger than us. I just want to pray for you before we leave so you can stand to your feet. Unless you want to keep preaching, I'll keep preaching if you want. Stay the course, church. Stay the course. Say it with me. Stay the course. Stay the course. If you're weary today, if you've lost heart, jump back on board. Stay the course. Find something good to anchor on. Find something good in God to say, God, thank you for saving me. God, thank you for forgiving me. God, thank you for reaching me. Find something. Stay the course. Let's pray, God. We can reach more people. We can do good towards others, one another in our community. We can reach children. We can reach teens. We can reach adults. Lord, we can change Pittsburgh. God, we can change Pittsburgh, but only through your people, only through the church. Lord, we stay the course no matter what. We know you. We know your church. We know that you're the hope of the world. We know that it's you that saves. It's you that heals. It's not us that does that work. But God, we got to be faithful to find those people to lead them to you. God, strengthen Westridge. Help us reach the plan that you've given to us. Help us not lose heart. Help us not grow weary. But let us be a rock. Let us be a light. Let us be a city on a hill. God, let us believe. Let us believe that you're a God that does miracles. Let us see your miracles. Let us see your power. Let us see you be who you are. God, let us not give up. The gates of hell will not prevail against Westridge. The gates of hell will not prevail against this family and this family and this child and this youth and this teenager and this young adult. The gates of hell will not prevail. Jesus, we love, we love, we love you. We love you, Jesus, and we love people. God, we will stay the course. We will not give up. In Jesus' name, everyone said, 